0: Hello, welcome to the Is It Just Me podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angie. This podcast will entail truthful, transparent conversation about everyday life and the lessons learned. This podcast is for everyone from teenagers to the elderly, and although some topics may be rated R, every conversation is based on living life and the lessons learned. Today's discussion, we're going to have an open discussion where we talk about a bunch of different topics. But before I begin, I would like to state that I am not an expert and everything that is being discussed is the uh, independent opinion and reality of myself. There was so many topics and so many different things that came about in the last couple of weeks. So I'm going to try to fit as many of them as I can. In 25 to 30 minutes of this podcast, the first thing that I wanted to talk about is relationships. I did my first episode on relationships and I got a a, a little feedback on, you know, the things that were stated in that podcast and in the mix of all of that, you know, young Miami had social media and a frenzy a couple of weeks ago regarding her relationship with Puffy or Diddy or love or whatever he goes by. And she tweeted um, I'm not sharing my next man, but that was in regards to her and Puffy's relationship as they're said to have an open relationship. So they go together, but they don't go together. If you follow what that means, basically she's saying that she goes with him, but their relationship is open to whereas they can mess around or deal with other individuals, you know, in the beginning, it seemed like it was cool. Oh, she's young. She's enjoying herself. She's having fun. She's messing with him. He's a billionaire. He has money and she was okay with him dealing with other females. So of course, and this is with most relationships when they start off as situationships, sex ships, whatever it is, over time, when you're dealing with someone and you in that relationship or that situation and you keep dealing with that person, sometimes you tend to get feelings for them. And now you want the terms of the relationship to change. And this is what I'm getting from Young Miami based off of her saying she's not sharing her next man. So maybe something is going on in that relationship where she feels like, okay, I just want this man all to myself. I don't know. This is what she's saying. This is just my interpretation of what she tweeted. My opinion of it is, you know, she's young, she has money, he's he's a billionaire, she has two children by two different individuals, and she's just trying to live her young life. She's like in her late 20s. So, you know, I always say your 20s is the time for you to kick back, kick back and enjoy yourself. And not for everyone because you know everybody's life is different and everybody has different goals and stuff that they want to achieve. But for the most part, I feel like your 20s should be your more so learning years, your fun years when you did all of the fun stuff, whether it be you messed with multiple guys, you went on several dates, you experimented with sexual acts like you had a threesome or a foursome you slept with a girl if you're a female you tried a girl-on-girl relationship whatever it is now i'm not saying this is something that, that i did i'm just saying based off of my life experience and what i went through in my 20s i feel your 20s should be more so for you living life and having fun of course you can have a job and have money and have a career and all those things but also i feel you should make time to enjoy and have fun in my opinion, she was having a little bit too much fun with Diddy because she made a statement that she enjoys golden showers. And it's like, that's a no for me. No judgment on anybody who does, but peeing on me is just not something that I would think would turn me on. Like, no, thank you. I'm not knocking it because I've never tried it and I never will try it. Cause I feel like that's not something that's for me. But again, I also feel like When you're experiencing things and you're experimenting with sex, I feel like certain sex things should be saved for when you have your husband so that it's something that you can go into the relationship with with him that's brand new and you are experiencing it brand new. That's just my opinion. I'm not going to say oral sex because oral sex is just a part of regular sex nowadays but I'm saying like, if you like golden showers, I feel like that's something you should partake in and experience with your husband. If that's the type of thing that he's into, I just feel like it's something that you should be giving your husband. That's new. I'm not saying you gotta be a virgin because I'm a firm believer and we got to test this out before we even think about being together forever. That's just me. However, I feel like there's still something that should be left for your husband. Now, if the person that you're with and you feel like, oh, this is going to be my husband, then hey, do what you got to do. But golden showers, that's a no for me, dogs. Also, relationship-wise, what are what are some deal breakers in relationships for people? I know for me, again, this is my opinion. All of this is just my opinion on my stuff and my life and what I've experienced and the type of individual that I am. But for me, a deal breaker in a relationship, definitely is having a kid on me while we're in a relationship. That's a deal breaker for me. If that was to happen in a relationship that I am in, the relationship is over. I wish you and your kid and your baby mother the best, but I'm not playing stepmother to a kid that you had on me while me and you were in a committed relationship. That's just me. I'm not that mature. I'm not that woman enough to accept that. I'm not condemning any woman who has accepted that. I take my hat off to any woman that has accepted that because I feel like you're very mature. You're a very mature individual and you can tolerate something that is to me, is like the utmost craziest disrespectful thing. Again, that's to me, a baby is a no, no. I know some people say cheating is a deal breaker. I'm not going to say cheating is a deal breaker for me. It depends on the situation that transpired. Like was he just sleeping with someone or was it like a full fledged relationship cheating type of thing? Now that I think would make me walk away because I know that men and female are different. Women are more so emotionally attached. So guys could fuck a girl and it'd be nothing. But if you're cheating in a full-fledged relationship with somebody, and I mean like you're spending time with them, you're taking them on trips, you're spending money on them. Oh, that's definitely a fucking deal breaker for me. Because what, motherfucker? You got the nerve to be spending money on the bitch too? Not only are you fucking her, but and you spending money on her? Oh, you know, that's definitely a no for me. Again, this is just my opinion. My opinion. You have to know who you are and be secure with yourself and knowing what you can accept and what you can't. Something that I always say is I don't like to say what I would do in a situation unless I have been in that exact same situation because you never know. So I do know, and this is just because I know who I am and I'm secure in who I am. I do know that someone having a baby on me is definitely a no for me. And I've never been in that situation, but I know me. And I know that that's not something that I'm going to be able to get over. I just don't like to speak on and say, I wouldn't do something or, oh, I would never do that or he would never do that. Again, you never know what you're going to do until you're faced with that exact same situation. I don't care how much I love you. I don't care how long we've been together. If that is something that my spouse did, or at the time, if it was my boyfriend, I'm sorry. I wish you and your new baby and your baby mother the best, but you can't be next to me. Like, we're not going to be in a, a relationship. But again, That's me. Any woman that has dealt with that, I I can only imagine how stressful and hurtful that is. And I take my hat off to you because you are stronger and way more mature than I could ever be. Again, I say you have to know who you are and be secure with yourself. I know who I am. I'm a rare breed. The cloth that I was birthed from has been discontinued for a very long time. I mix bleach with ammonia and I'm okay with that. And I'm sure there's quite a few people who on here be like, well, I mix bleach with ammonia also. No, 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 no. Like I mix bleach with ammonia and I do it consistently. I'm just saying I'm a rare breed. I just do things different. Certain things is just a no for me. What I've learned as I've gotten older is that creating boundaries is the best thing that you could do for everyone that's in your life. I create boundaries with everyone and I set those boundaries and I abide by those boundaries because I don't mistreat people. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm the best person and I've never made mistakes and I've never did things wrong. No, I'm just saying I'm an individual who do not mistreat people. I don't treat people bad because there's no need for me to treat you bad. However, depending on the situation, I can be a very nasty person. And I'm sure there's quite a few people who have that side of them who they can be very nasty. but. I don't come off as being nasty to anybody. You know, I'm cordial, I smile, I say hello. You have to bring that out of me. So again, I create those boundaries because I don't mistreat people. And once again, something that my grandmother always taught me and my mom always said, you treat people how you want to be treated. As I've gotten older, again, I treat people how they treat me because, because I don't mistreat people, I tend to treat people better than they treat me. And as I started getting older and I started paying attention to stuff, I started seeing that I really treat people nice and people really be trying to treat me shitty. And it's just like, no, 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 no. So I'm very secure in who I am. I'm very confident in who I am and creating boundaries is not a bad thing. So please, if you haven't, or you are a person that you don't create boundaries and you let people walk all over you and you let people take your kindness for weakness, don't create those boundaries and keep it moving i feel true confidence has no room for jealousy again very secure in who i am i'm very confident in who i am I've never been a jealous individual. For those of you who know me and know my story, I grew up, I raised myself, my my mom was incarcerated, my father was battling drug addiction, and there were a lot of things that were going on that were out of my control. Like, you know, when I was younger, before I was able to buy my own clothes, I started packing bags in the supermarket when I was nine. So from the time I was nine up until I was now, I've been taking care of myself. Yes, I lived with individuals and I lived in foster care, but for the most part, I provided for me. My mother provided what she could from behind bars. However, for the most part, it was on me. I say all of that to say, when I say true confidence has no room for jealousy, I, I wasn't the best, you know, dress kid from when I was, you know, eight, nine years old, but I I made it do what it do. I figured out my own kind of style. Whenever I would, you know, get my money from packing bags, I would save it up. I would go and buy my little things. and. I took care of my stuff to this day. That's something that stuck with me because when I was younger, I didn't have access to like five and six pairs of sneakers. So I always took care of the stuff that I had so it didn't look raggedy because I always liked to look nice. I made way with what I had. So there was never no room for there to be any jealousy. However, there are some people, and this is just, again, my opinion, I feel that are jealous And they've been jealous from kids. Jealousy is a trait that you can't unlearn. This is my opinion. This is not any expert opinion. I feel like if you have that trait from young, it's not a trait that you unlearn. If you're a jealous kid, you're a jealous adult. If you're a jealous teenager, you're a jealous adult. And I've never had that trait. So true confidence, has no room for jealousy. Preying on someone downfall is going to keep you on your knees forever because what's for you, is always going to be for you. So that jealousy factor that a lot of individuals have, that's a trait that they always have that they're never going to get rid of. So if you're around someone or you have friends or a family member or someone that has that jealousy trait, they were jealous kids. Jealous kids, jealous adults. Again, just my opinion. And sometimes People be jealous of certain things. And it's like, you don't even know what the situation is because everything is not always as it seems. People have a tendency of judging a book by its cover. And I was always taught, never judge a book by by its cover. Get to know that book, read that book from beginning, middle, end. Don't get the book, look at the cover and skip to the back because then there's a lot of stuff that you're missing out on. So jealous individuals are individuals who judge a book by its cover. And there are some jealous individuals who will get next to you, will be jealous of you, will get next to you just so that they can see what it is that you do to try to mimic what you do. And when it doesn't work for them and it's working for you, the jealousy just gets stronger and stronger. And it's like, people like that are dangerous. I can go on and on. I'm talking about jealousy. And baby, I have a whole topic for that in a couple of weeks. We'll get to that. However, the point that I'm trying to make is at the end of the day, you have to be confident in who you are, and true confidence has no room for jealousy. That's the point that I'm trying to make. And praying on someone's downfall will keep you on your knees forever because, again, what's for you is for you, what's for them is for them. And when you create boundaries, sometimes in creating those boundaries, individuals will be jealous of you or some type of way because you create those boundaries and you don't allow people to mistreat you or treat you any kind of way. You know, there's a lot of people walking around with the baby doll syndrome. And for all those of you that don't know what the baby doll syndrome is, baby doll syndrome is when you're a kid and you're playing with the doll, you pick that doll up whenever you feel like playing with it. But when you don't want to play with it, you put it down and you leave it there and you sit it in the corner. Then you don't longer want to play with it because now you have a new doll. So it's like, I'm onto the new doll. But then let's say your cousin comes over and you guys are playing and they see the doll in the corner and they want to go play with the doll in the corner. Now it's like, oh, no, I, you can't play with that doll. That's my doll. I want that doll. You got to play with something else. Speaking in realistic and life terms, individuals are like that. When you're beneficial to them they're always gonna wanna be around you because you're beneficial to them. The minute that you're not beneficial to them or they feel like they can't get something out of you, now is they put you down and they're on to the next individual or the next friend or the next whatever. But the minute that that opportunity presents itself for you to be beneficial to them, now they're back in the picture. And it's like, no. Create those boundaries to let people know how to treat you and what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept. Always take care of you first. This is something that I had to learn. I'm the type of individual. I will give you my last. But then I had to learn. If I give you my last, who's going to give me something? Where my pieces is going to come from? Because if I'm giving you my last, obviously you don't have it. But okay. I feel like, and my mindset at the time was like, you know what? I could get it again. I've never been a person who valued money. I've never gotten into a a fight or uh, ended a friendship with anyone over money. My money is paper. They print that shit up all the time. I'm not letting that come between me and a friendship that I value a relationship that I value. However, if I give you my last. And I don't have nothing because in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I had it. I'll get it again. And you know that. And I keep doing that for you. What tone is that setting for you? Is that, oh, every time I know that I'm down and out, I could go to her. But then when I'm down and out, I can't go to nobody. Always take care of you first because people will use you. They will do you wrong and act like you did something to them or because they know they fucked up a good thing and they don't want to take accountability on the situation and how they fucked up that good relationship. They will sit there and try to assassinate your character. They will spin the story. They will spit these false narratives to try to assassinate your character to get other individuals not to fuck with you or because they don't want to take accountability for their bullshit. That's when your boundaries come into play. When you set those boundaries, you let people know what you're going to tolerate, what you're going to take, what you're not going to take. People know they can't play with you. They handle you different because they know they can't come at you with certain shit. You set those boundaries and you let them know, this is the boundaries that I'm setting. This is what I'm standing on. And I'm not wavering for nobody. It's nothing wrong with that people will love you for being you and hate you for that same reason. There's so many people that tell me, Oh, you so real. You keep it real. I like this. I like that. What's crazy. is, it's some people who hate me for the same reason, because I keep it real, because I'm honest, because I let you know, like you're trying on something and it don't look right. And be like, Oh, how this look? And I'm like, nah, sis, that don't work. But then you get mad at me. Why ask me if you don't want to know the truth? I don't know how to be any other way. I'm always going to be in But again, I'm a state people will love you for the same reason that they hate you. Understand that, you know, and again, going through life, going through different ages and stages as you grow up, you know, you go through different, you, you know, you're a teen, you're a child, you're an infant child, then you're uh, a kid, you go into a preteen, you're a teenager, you're a young adult, then you're an adult. And it's like, and the adulting phase was so crazy to me. And I had to learn going through life is that growing up really means you realizing that a lot of your friends are not really your friends. That's the crazy part. These are individuals or these are people that you spent years with. Some of your childhood friends, some you met when when you were a teenager, some you might have met when you were a young adult. But in going through life and everybody grows and changes at different stages, you realize your friends are not, a lot of your friends are not really your friends. They're just individuals that were around for that season. And now that that season is over and you've transitioned into another season, your life no longer fits those individuals. And it doesn't necessarily mean that there's beef and it doesn't mean that there's an issue and it doesn't mean like, oh, I hate you. It just means that the part of your life that you're moving on to, is not for them. They don't fit in that part of your life. And I had to realize going through life, like, yeah, it's individuals that I was that I was a friend to for years. And as I sit back and I self-reflect, I realized like this individual never really liked me, but was around me all the time. I was a friend to them. Of course, they probably have a narrative or a different story and they're going to spend it and say whatever they want to say pertaining to me. However... I speak on facts. So bring to the table any anytime that I ever crossed my friend. Cause see, that's the type of thing that will cause me to not be friends with someone, you have to cross me and I allow people to cross me multiple times. Don't ask me why I can't even understand it for the life of me, but I give people multiple chances and it's like, at what point did you get? Like you were with these individuals, they done did shady shit. You overlook all those shady things. And you realize as you're transitioning and you're growing and you're doing different things, you really realize like a lot of these individuals that I said, were my friends weren't really my friends. And it's like, well, already then you just have to make sure that you can self-reflect and you can take accountability for anything that transpired or is going on in your lifetime. Growing does not necessarily mean, because you outgrew someone doesn't necessarily mean that you have beef. And that's something that I want a lot of individuals to understand because people be like, oh, we're not friends no more. And it's like, okay, I don't have beef with anyone. It's just individuals that I'm no longer friends with. We outgrew each other and it happens, that's life. Something that I wanted to touch on before I end this episode is... In my hood, I'm going to speak on my hood. And I know there's some individuals who are listening that are not from my hood. You know, individuals from all around. And I'm sure this might hit home as well. There's been a lot of shootings and deaths going on in my neighborhood where I grew up at. I grew up in Harlem, Harlem, New York. I'm a New Yorker at heart. And not only in Harlem, it's happening in the Bronx. Brooklyn It's just happening everywhere. I just feel like we're losing so many young people to gun violence and crime. And one touch so close to home uh, individual that used to play football with my oldest son. They were on the same football team, young kid, nice kid, smart as hell. His father was very actively in his life. I'm gonna say allegedly, allegedly. Well, one situation definitely he did because it's on video recording and the world witnessed it with their own eyes. He he killed someone, it's on camera. Allegedly, he killed someone a few hours before that also. I just say this to say that parenting doesn't come with the manual. And one of the things in this word that you don't need to go to school for and you don't have to master is being a parent. Somewhere down the line, us parents, we're failing these children because for him to go from, and I'm not blaming his parents, please don't think that I am, I'm just saying Somewhere we all, when I say we all, I mean us as a community are feeling these children because when did it, when, when did it go from back in the days when you could have a fist fight and fight someone and then, you know, it, it'd be okay to that. You have to pick up a gun to kill someone. Now, again, I don't know the specifics of what happened with this, with this young man and this incident. I don't know, but I know for a fact that Messiah, his name is Messiah was a smart, good kid. What happened to him and what transpired down the line to turn this young man, this young adult into a cold blooded killer? I don't know, but I do know some things do start at home and parents. We have to start being parents to our kids. Stop trying to be our kid's friend. And again, I'm not saying that you can't be your kid's friend. I'm just saying there has to be a line where our children know that we're their parent first. I'm not saying that you can't be your kid's friend. What I'm saying is you have to be a parent first. Please, we need to stop enabling these kids and hold them accountable. Please hold these kids accountable because accountability builds confidence. It it helps build confidence. Again, I'm not blaming his parents. I'm not blaming anybody's parents for them making the choices that they make because I know, as a parent, you can do everything right and your kid can still choose to make all the wrong choices. What I'm saying is, it's something that we have to come together as a community. We have to come together and try to figure out what happened or where do we, where are we going wrong with these kids that they feel like they have to pick up a gun and kill somebody. You can't just have an a, a argument or a fist fight with somebody and you live to see another day. It gets to the point where I don't even want to be around a lot of young adults because I call them the young killers because it seems like most of these young adults are walking around with guns. And if you say the wrong thing to them, they're going to fucking shoot you. I want to be around to see my grandkids grow up. I want to be around to see my children be parents and to get married. So with certain things that it's like, where did we go wrong or what is going on? Like, are, And I'm not trying to be funny. I don't want anyone to think that I'm throwing jazz, but are these kids crack babies? Are they molly babies? Are they, um, ecstasy babies? Like what is going on in our community that we are losing so many young kids and adults to this gun violence. And again, I'm not blaming anybody's parent because I'll say it from now until the casket drop. You can do everything right as a parent and your child can still do everything wrong. But The the level of violence and gun violence and crime in our neighborhood has peaked so much. And I don't see anybody stepping up saying, what is it that we can do to help these kids get off these streets and do certain things? I remember growing up, we had after school programs. We had youth sports programs. We had Twilight. We had um, different things that we could participate in. Is that what's missing from these communities that we need to bring back? So that we can get our kids back. I don't have the answers and I don't know, but I just want to say my heart goes out to those individuals that lost that, that lost their life. I I'm going to pray that he gets the help that he needs and we find out what is going on in our community that these young adults and these children feel like they have to resort to killing someone. Again, rest in peace to the individuals who lost their life. I'll be praying for Messiah and his family praying for the families that lost their loved ones, but something has to give. We, we have to come together as a community because it's just too much. <clears throat> I'm going to end this episode by stating, I just need individuals that are serious about cleaning up our neighborhoods and getting these kids the help that they need or just trying to find some type of solution or some help. If you feel like, you know, you want to, help out or you have some solutions and we could brainstorm together, you can email me at isitjustmeange at gmail.com. And I'm going to try to see what I can do from my end. I just feel like we, if we all come together as a community, maybe we could try to make a little bit of difference and, and figure some things out because it's just too much. Thank you for joining me for on the Is It Just Me podcast. I hope you join me next week where I'll be discussing vacationing with friends. When you vacation with friends, do you have vacation expectations? Are you a planner? Are you a freestyler? Do you set themes? How do you plan to spend your time when you vacationing with friends? We'll talk about all of that next week on the Is It Just Me podcast.